Welcome to We Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And it's week six. We are going international. Yes, we are. Off to beautiful Paris. That's right. Where we find out that they're going to hang out on a floating hotel, which is super Parisian. Yeah, I was like, is this a cruise ship? What do we got here? It actually made me think of the like canals in Amsterdam, which I thought was a nice little nod to Ari, but unintentional, I'm sure. Yeah. We learn it's Uniworld. I don't even know. It looks like they're trying to market towards millennials from what I was reading online. So I don't know. It just looked very charmless to me. It's not really what I imagine. You know, I mean, obviously the river is beautiful, but it's not really what I imagine staying in when I go to Paris. Yeah, it just, I don't know, it seemed a little weird. Yeah. But, you know, they're all making all over it. Like, oh, this is oh, yeah. so fabulous. Um, and we learned from Ari that we're down to 10 ladies. So good to know. You know, can count them all in. On we're two whittling weeks. them down pretty fast. I know. It It feels like we lost a lot of people all of a sudden. But yeah, I feel I like it's it always sense. like that. Like yeah. you turn around and you're like, wait, there were like tons of people and now nobody's here. Yeah. But <clears> it's kind of nice because... We're down to, I think, a small number of people that you're kind of like, who? Uh, but mostly people that we know by name. Yeah, there and... were still a few who's, and the who's got a lot of screen time this yeah. week, I would say. It was the week of the who's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who? Uh, so we started, so we learned that there's going to be four dates this week, yes. which is a lot. Two one-on-ones, a two-on-one, and a group date. Right, which all we it knew going in. It was a little in... rushed. I mean, like really everything but the yeah. two-on-one was rushed. Yeah, which I thought, you know, let us like bask in the glory. It is the two on one probably of the season. Like, I mean, they spent the appropriate amount of time on it, but I think they should have cut one of the one on ones. Yeah, it just it it made it hard to focus on anything that was happening because it happened so quick. Yeah, Um, (laughs) we start out with a one on one date that was like pulling teeth to watch. It was heinous. I hated it. (laughs) Um, with one of the Laurens. I think she's the last Lauren standing. She is the last Lauren standing. Lauren B? Yes, which is awkward. Success. I got it right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was such an awkward date because they're basically just walking around the city and he's pointing at things like, oh, isn't that beautiful? And she's like, wow. And then he'll say something else is pretty and she'll go, wow. And he tried to talk to her about cheese and she didn't even bother to say wow to that one. She just didn't respond. She's just like, oh, okay. Like, there was like no response. No. Like, no. that to me would have been a great conversation opener because we can talk about him being Dutch. We can talk about cheese. Like, let's let's explore that a little more. <laughs> it was just weird because, I mean, she seemed like she felt uncomfortable. But... I couldn't she, tell, was it discom- like discomfort or disinterest or a little bit of both? I, I didn't really know. Yeah, in the beginning, it didn't seem as much like like um, disinterest. It, it seemed almost like boredom. Yeah. Which was really weird for her to be so excited that he picked her for this one-on-one date. And then that be her response was like... Yeah, in such a great city. It. I mean, she should be a little more enthusiastic. We've been waiting um, for this for literally say, the like, entire time. Well, I don't know. Is this just her personality? I don't know, because I feel like we don't know her. You know, I I haven't gotten any sense of who she is. No, I know nothing about her. The only thing I know, like I knew going in, I had read somewhere that she had been engaged. And I thought that's interesting because she just I don't know. We haven't seen any layers to her. She didn't seem like she had any story. 
I mean, I know yeah. everybody has a story, but well, I mean, know. some of them don't spend a lot of time with the bachelor or the bachelorette, but you get enough of a sense of who they are just through their interaction with the people in the house. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like that's the case with her. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten anything to help round her out as a person. They haven't given like, us any who help. Who are you? Who are you? And I don't feel like I know anything, you know, more after the state. So no. I get the feeling that he's going to send her home. And then all of a sudden he pivots <laughs> yeah. and tells her something very personal, I guess, in an effort to get her to open up to him, um, which worked to an extent. But, but like, forced. was it really worth it? I mean, for him to sit there and tell us about a very painful memory, um, you know, where he was talking about the woman that he's mentioned in the past that he was living with, who had two kids. Um, you know, he's mentioned all of that, but he didn't mention that she got pregnant with him mm-hmm. and that he was off traveling for racing and that she lost the baby and just, you know, moved out and wasn't there when he got back. Right. So that was a lot to bring up to somebody who wasn't opening up to him at all. And it, it felt forced. I mean, yeah. Not that I don't think he meant it as like an important moment or story. For, I mean, I know. appreciated that I got to know yeah. a little more about him because I feel like we don't know a lot about him. But I felt like the timing of when it came out, it was like this was last ditch, like save the date effort. And it was like you were saying, right at that point where it starts to get awkward and you're like, oh, he's sending her home. And then it's like, no, he's like, let's bring in the reinforcements. Let's, I let's mean, get personal. For whatever reason, it seems like he wants things to work with her, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's the point when I was like, oh, you know, I, I, I still can't tell if she's really into him or if she's bored. But at that point... Was she the reacted, one talking about putting coconut milk in her coffee? Yes, that was her. That's the only interaction with him that I can remember. So, I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, rack my brain to think, is there some kind of moment that we miss between them that explains to me kind of why he's attached to her other than the fact that she's pretty but they're all pretty so that doesn't really get you very far in in this universe yeah (laughs) Um, it's kind of a prerequisite for the show yeah and Um, i yeah i I, i'm with you though i feel like you know at the end of this day i feel like i knew more about ari than i did about her i mean i mentioned that i already knew that she'd been engaged and she kind of mentions um during their date that you know, she kind of has like this six month period of like, it takes her to warm up to people and like that she friend zones Then them why are you on The Bachelor? Wrong show. Where you get engaged yes. to somebody after six weeks. Yeah. It's like, forget six months. How about weeks? And you don't even have six months to the engagement. You have, no. you know, six weeks. So, I mean, so, and all these show. other women around. So, I mean, yeah. that strategy clearly is not going to work gonna here. It's not going to work for her year. Um, it was very strange. And yeah. then her version of opening up to him was basically just to say, well, my parents had a complicated marriage and that made me, you know, hesitant to open up to men, which I get. But I mean, a lot of the I, you know, tons of the women on that show were probably in that same situation. And I know everybody's different and maybe she has some kind of anxieties that she's working through. Basically, the opposite of the other Lauren who had anxiety that manifested in just, you know, diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. She just doesn't say anything. Um, but it was hard to watch. And it it didn't make me really root for it. It didn't make me dislike her. It just made me like, why are you there? It made me a little, I don't know. I just felt more confused walking away from it and was kind yeah. of curious um, about her intentions. Like I said, I walked away from it feeling like for whatever reason, he's really invested 
and like interested in her and that that makes me curious why is it something yeah. we're not seeing is he just really we physically miss? attracted to her because i feel like that's an important part of everything for i also him. just i don't see a lot of personality there like yeah. you look at her and her eyes just seem kind of blank and yeah i don't know i just don't see a lot going on and it just is confusing to me no i but. agree whatever let's wrap up on that date because <laughs> other than him talking about his history nothing really happened um and move on to the moulin rouge the moulin rouge <laughs> i would i would sing the the lady marmalade song Don't... but since i'm sick i'll just end up coughing yeah. so we'll skip we that. both have stars again yeah Good times, good times. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why we are not in the same room. So again, apologies if the audio is a little wonky this week. Apologies we figured, for the Skype. We're just barely yeah, functioning. We figured let's right get now. through this, guys, um, and do it in a way that we won't make each other sick with our respective strain of stars. So <laughs> We were already sick last week. I know we were complaining about it then. And we're, I, I thought it'd be better by now, but I'm no. actually worse. Well, my whole body <laughs> I barely could move today. Now that we're talking about it, I'm going to give myself a free pass to cough. Um, but Get it all out. <laughs> yeah. I feel like now, so last time we taped and the next day I, I lost my voice for like the next two days. So it was like perfect timing that we taped. And then tonight I've been on a stretch like the last couple of days of my throat's been really dry and scratchy. So my voice is back, but like I'm coughing nonstop. So that's my thing. My throat hurts, and then when I go to swallow, that hurts, and my neck hurts when I swallow, Ooh. and my whole body is just, like, exhausted, and I'm like, oh, am I getting the flu? Because if I am, I'll just, I give up. I hope not. But you had your flu shot. I did. Yeah. Good but what does that mean? I don't know. It means you did the best you could. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> so the Moulin Rouge. Back to Paris. Right. Uh, it was a strange little date. It's, it felt very rushed to me. I... I wanted them to hang out in this more. Like I just, I, I enjoyed the learn concept. more about the history of it, or you know, it's I just, it, it was very like, strange. Yeah, it's like a host. It's, it's a historic place that they're going to. It's kind of a fun. Whereas a lot of the dates are kind of they feel forced. Like this, yeah. Is like for for a lot of the ladies, obviously we get into um, like Tia's not so into the choreographed. I felt her routine I felt business. That. I would hate that. I would so hate this date because not only do you have to get up there in a thong, yeah. but you have to dance in front of people and you yeah. have to try to dance as a part of a routine, yeah. which I didn't really even understand why they were doing the routine because they didn't wind so, up performing it. I thought about it. I've been thinking about it today, you know, in my spare time. Just um, to as we do. Them. Um, I feel like they were doing the routine to give them inspiration for their little individual Maybe, but they didn't really explain that. Like, no. is a little bit of setup too much to ask for? Yeah, this is this is totally me trying to make sense of what they decided to, you know, video vomit at us, which was... It was very strange. They, they do were. a little group dance, and then they make them all come out one-on-one -on -one and do a little dance. And then we hear that the person who does the best, whatever that means, um, yeah. is going to win a date later with Ari, but they didn't really explain that much. They just kind of cut away to the cocktail party. And so I was sitting there thinking, Oh, are we done with the Moulin Rouge? Uh, well, I thought that maybe that he decided to abandon the competition aspect of it or what, you know, like he's yeah, kind I mean, of he's, doing whatever he's he wants, doing whatever he wants now. So, <laughs> you know, whatever, but no, it comes back. So they have like the cocktail party. They all talk and hang out and we've all kind of forgotten that they're hanging out. I guess, to the side of the Moulin Rouge. I don't know. Well, um, he tells us, I, I think, oh, okay, so that date's done. But then he tells us 
no, there's going to be one person who gets a rose at the end and then we're going to go and do a routine. Right. Yada, yada, yada. And Tia's face looks like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he pulls Tia aside. And I thought for a second that she won, but he was just talking to her. Yeah, he pulled her aside as like the first conversation in the cocktail party. And I guess because he kept... could tell she was uncomfortable at yeah. the date, which was nice. Well, And he did make a point of saying the winner would not necessarily be whoever danced the best, it would be whoever he just felt compelled to spend more time with. And I'm like, well, spoiler alert, we know who you're going to pick then. Yeah, right. <laughs> we know it's going to be Becca, which it was. Which, you know, I I wish she had that kind of like short blonde hair all the time. I really liked it. She looked great. She was. When she came, I feel like the short, the really short brown hair, it makes her look like a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, she looked, looked really she young. Looked a little not old, but she looked more like you know a woman. She looked with, more sophisticated. With hair. Yeah, yeah. There was just something like it was. She she had a very different air about her with her hair in that style. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see. But um, I liked yeah, it a so lot. Gets a little extra quality time with good old Becca with a K. Shocker! Shocker! And then they make all those poor women sit in the audience and watch them do this. That was so <laughs> awkward. I. So I thought so they had the cocktail party. I thought that it was kind of like they went back, so the right? Yeah. And that then I assumed that then they would do their bit on the stage and then maybe Becca would hang out with him a little bit, like have like that extra time with him and that they would have already left. But no, yeah. that was so awkward. It was really awkward. And I felt bad for people like Chelsea who were clearly, you know, a little rattled by it. Yeah, it just... It like what was the point in that? Like they they weren't staying to do anything else with him. They were just staying to have their noses rubbed, just to rub it in their face. Yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like really it either. Comfortable. But the girls were really upset about it before this happened, and yeah, and he yeah. says that he's definitely falling for her. Ugh. Yeah, we get it. It's like go ahead, we get it. It's hard to watch. I mean, I don't love Becca. I don't dislike Becca. I kind of like, sometimes I like her, sometimes I don't. But I don't like their relationship. I, see, I like her. I think she's funny. I think part of it's that I follow her, or I don't follow her, but I see her Instagram posts and her social media posts, and it's just a little too, like, we get it, you're young, you're hip, you're in on the joke. Like, I don't know, something about it just throws me the wrong way. I try to not read too much in the social post, because I feel like it adds a different layer, right? Yeah. Like some people, I try not to, they just find me. <laughs> I know. I, I I actually have not been following their Instagram uh, stories as much as I used to, or like Snapchat. I, I haven't been doing it as much this season, because I feel like yeah. they're doing so much, and then I feel like my perception of them changes so much based on how they decide to engage. And yeah, I don't really know much about the rest of the girls, but she's been making quite the splash. Um, and did we talk about her missing person report? Oh, we have not. Well, Cause that happened since we last. I taped. feel like it happened right after the last yeah, episode. And so I funny. on bachelor news, but I feel like while we're talking about her, we should just throw it in now. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Which is that her mom, <laughs> filed a missing person report because she went on the bachelor and I guess didn't tell her or told her she was off on a marijuana farm because I guess to her mom, that's less bad than being on the bachelor. So it seems, <laughs> it seems the timing may have been so that this, that actually was 
after the show taped potentially i don't know it doesn't it's not I necessarily aligned with the time the that she show. was on the show because she couldn't reach her by phone so i assume that that was while she was on the show that she couldn't find her maybe know. she it, went right after clear. working on the farm and didn't tell her that she was going from one yeah, place. i don't know what the main thing that i walked away with from that was it made me curious how close she is with her mom yeah because like oh, your mom becca yeah she's worried yeah, I, it was funny. I, I, I wish I had written down the, the statement that he made, but Ari was on some, I don't know, having a conversation or on some TV show and made a com- Like that was what his comment basically was about this story was like, Becca, call your mom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I walked away with. It I feel me- bad for her mom. Well, it made me curious, like if she makes she it to She looked like 12 years old in that missing person shot too. <laughs> and apparently that was her 15-year-old, like her, her like permit shot or whatever like three years ago okay (laughs) um but it made me curious like if she makes it to hometown like i'm curious to see her family because i feel like i don't know i i especially after all of this i need a hometown date i need to know i mean think about it in terms of like hometowns like who we would like to see the the family of them i feel like i'd like to see kendall's family yeah i would like to see her family i would like to see becca's who else would i like to see I know we're going to see Tia's. I could tell from the previews. Oh, yeah. That one's going to be a good one. How yeah. did I forget that one? That'll be good. Um, yeah. The rest yeah. is up in the air. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's about it for that date. Yeah. Uh, so then we then have... We on to the two-on-one. Two-on-one. Which Ari's like, I've never been on a date with two women. It's like, well, most people have not been on a date with two people But also at the same he's time. been that's on a date normal. with like, like 10 women. So I know. So this is much more manageable, right? No, I think yes, it's much easier. So much awkward. more awkward. <laughs> so awkward. They go to like dinner or, or lunch at some kind of chateau. Yeah, it was. Well, they they have like this lunch, but then there's like a maze that they're going through. God, if anybody tried to get me to go in a maze, I would just say, you know what? No. Like, can I just Rather sit down at the table? Come meet me at the table. You guys have fun finding the way. I would the pretend maze. to go on that maze and then run, run right back out. <laughs> what I loved was that, you know, Crystal, I think when they were making out and all that stuff in the maze, she was like, I've got it one because he's kissing me. But yeah. I think he just wanted to make out with whoever make out with him. I think he knew who he wanted. He's to like, well, I'm in the maze. Might as well. Might as well make out. I just I feel like if that was me and I already had my decision made up, like I just like to spend the whole day kissing and all this stuff with the someone you were planning on sending home. I feel like you probably had a pretty good idea. I know. Which is weird. You know, we move on from making out to seeing Kendall lost in the maze, which is my nightmare. I know. I felt so And then they, they cut to commercial break and I'm like, is she just lost? Is that the last we see of her? Never to be found again. Yeah. R.I.P. I was like, I don't want Crystal to win by default. I know. <laughs> but like no one's helping party. her. And then I... They're they're sitting there making out and you're wondering like are they on are they elevated to her like can they see her lost I don't like think so I don't think they can see her I don't think so either but that was like my worst nightmare but he too, has but... to know that she's running around looking for him also she could happen upon them you know that's how mazes work yeah that's true it's awkward um anyway so we come back from the commercial and I guess they're just back to hanging out and he pulls Crystal aside and she uses the opportunity. I, I guess they talk a little bit about what happened the previous week. 
Not a ton, but a little bit. I mean, I think they have to address it like yeah. in some way. But oh, it was She didn't handle it well. She just kind of acted like it was kind of like a no big deal a little bit, you know? Like, no, it was a big deal. I mean, you looked crazy. Yeah. But she seemed kind of defending her reaction, which I'm like, you know what? Just don't don't defend it. it. Like you can say you know, I was really upset and I, I just handled it completely wrong, but she kind of did, but then she would spin back into, but you lied to me and I was very upset and, you know, back into justification. Yeah. I, it was. And then she slides from that back into just trash talking Kendall during their time together on a two on one date, which never works out. Well, guys, come on. No, no, not at all. And she starts to to say that, you know, like starts mentioning all this stuff about how she doesn't know if Kendall's ever been in love and that she's not in the right position and ready for, you know, and I mean, Ari been in love at 26. Has Becca been in love? I mean, I know she said she was, but it was probably whoever she went to prom with. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it counts. No, um, um, it just felt I, really it like desperate. I you know? think she got to read that that was a hang up for Ari with Kendall. And so she decided to kind of drive the point home. Yeah. But if that's if that's how he feels, then her doing that is not going to change it. He's already going to feel that way. No. And it and it was kind of I feel like we're seeing with him for the most part that when the ladies are trash talking each other, that it's not he doesn't, he doesn't see that as a good look. Right. No. So, um once again, unless somebody's beating people up or like, like let it go. threatening to murder people or bragging about being the bachelorette, like just let it go. Use your, you know, in this case they have more, but like uh, on a given week where they barely have any FaceTime with him, like use it for something about Mentioning yourself. Mentioning right? to him that Crystal was back at home calling him a liar, worth it. Yes. Everything else, no. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, but, you know, she goes back and she feels like she had this great conversation with him. That and that's what she's saying to smile Kendall. on her face. I just wanted to slap it off her face. It was so painful watching her go Like, back. she just got worse and worse as the show went on. And I know some of it must have been the producers being like, yeah, girl, you're killing you it. it. You nailed it. You nailed it. You really put her in her place. You know? She feels like she just is working through a challenge with her boyfriend and she feels so connected with him. I mean, I knew when she first came on that I was not going to like her because she just seemed off. Yeah. But but I wasn't necessarily expecting this this level. vindictive side of no, her no, no, that no. we've gotten to see. Um, and I I appreciated that then when Kendall goes and is talking to Ari, that he immediately tells her right. Yeah. Like exactly what Crystal said to him. And I guess it also gives him the opportunity to address. Not only the fact that it happened, right. but if that's a concern of his before he decides who to send home. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, who is he to judge? He's 36. He's, I, I right. guess, maybe been engaged once. Like, I, I, who is he to judge the fact that and 10 months isn't that short of a time? Right. I, I don't know. It just seems like an odd thing to be hung up on in the grand scheme of him dating a lot of women who are way too young for him. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I mean... I mean, I think they almost pick these people because they have these features about them, right? Like yeah. they know that he's going to feel a little bit uneasy because she doesn't have a year plus relationship, you know? I mean, look, if they had it all figured out, they probably wouldn't be on The Bachelor. No, no, they wouldn't. Which They'd is be, fine. You know, married and at home with kids. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Or off um, whatever. Um, so then she goes back and it's funny that they give them time alone. Like Ari doesn't come back with her. She yeah. goes back and confronts Crystal about it, but in a way that <laughs> I mean I could see what she was oh, doing, but it, it was, was smart so because it was she beautiful. did not she did not give Crystal what she wanted and what she expected, which was for Kendall to come back. And she should have known because I feel like she's dealt with Kendall before and she kind of knows that she doesn't play into this kind of stuff. Right. The way that she wants her to. She wants her to come back and blow up better and make, you know, for Kendall to make herself look bad and to make her look like the victim. That's right. what she wants and expects. And so when it doesn't really happen and Kendall comes back and is like, you know, I see what you're doing and it just really bums me out because I think you're a better person than this. And I, yada, yada. <laughs> like she instead, she, she basically talks to the fact of all the things that she's doing that that upsets her but in a way that kind of psychoanalyzes her yeah and and crystal is just kind of looking like i know what you're trying to do and like it makes her so uncomfortable and she just kind of freezes it was funny to watch her (laughs) it was so and she was right i mean she was being kind of patronizing but she deserved it you know I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was a brilliant reaction because she could have blown up and like, this was way more effective. Um, it was both a mature way to handle it and very sneaky. Yeah. You know? I just, and, and I think it totally caught Crystal off guard. And I mean, not that she, like, I don't think, she, I think she probably would have engaged with Kendall freaking out more than she oh, yeah. did with this approach. She kind of shut it down because I like the part at the end where Kendall is like, you know, you're an imperfect person and isn't that beautiful and yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, Crystal's just finished telling us how perfect she is and how amazing she is and how she's wife material and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It cracks me up. Like the timing could not have been better for her to say all of those things. I know. And then like basically she Crystal's words are she says she doesn't really have words. It's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. She didn't know how to react to it, which was hilarious to watch. pretty awesome. Um, and then I guess Ari comes back, right? Yeah. Ari comes back. Um, yeah, I mean, basically. I kind of forget where we went from here. I know. I think he, I mean, I think it goes pretty, I don't even have a note on this. Like, he just basically gives Kendall the rose. Yeah. It's like, you know what, Crystal, we had a great connection, but this isn't going to work out. So I'm going to need you to leave. Actually, he didn't even make her leave. They ditched her. They left her. Dinner. Yes. Well, no, actually, I guess what happened is that he said, oh, you know, I can't make this decision right now. I'm going to need you guys to go and get dressed and meet me at dinner. Oh, and so wait, they kind of right. drag it off. But they weren't really at dinner for very long before no. he dumps her no, and then leaves her there standing while they go off and make out on the mic on the um, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And like, I guess where they were hanging out was almost like across the street from the Eiffel yeah. Tower. They and definitely so- planned that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Crystal is floored. She's just floored. And then back home, uh, we have a very similar moment to when um, Kelsey got sent home on Crystal's season. Yeah. And Carly. Everybody celebrating. Carly Waddell uh, pops open the champagne and they're all like, (laughs) that that was totally like the same type of scenario when um, the lady in, I think she was all in all black. Was that when Britt went home? um, No, was it? Who was that? I I thought it was when Kelsey went home on the two on one, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. I feel like it might've been Britt because I think it was further along in the season. Oh, maybe it was Britt. Maybe. 
I was which of all the people like I didn't really like Brit, but I don't think she deserved the uh, champagne popping. Maybe that's why I remembered it being Kelsey because I figured that was also a, a friction point <laughs> in the house. But like if anybody deserves maybe it, I was wrong. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody will correct yeah. us or we'll figure it out. But um, but the ladies are very excited because. Um, essentially the person from, you know, the crew or whatever comes in to pick up the suitcase and they see, Oh, it's her suitcase. So I think they definitely expected, uh, Kendall to go home, even though they all liked Kendall. I think, I think they will. Or a lot of them did. Yeah. I think they think more of Ari for him making that decision. Yeah. And I think they didn't think he was going to do it because they were worried he wasn't seeing the full, the full picture. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, so I think they were really, really excited that he actually made that decision. Kind of annoyed he didn't just send her home last week, but it all worked out in the end. But he had to, you know, we had to have an international bit with her. You knew it had to happen, so. I was kind of surprised that, I mean, she seems so totally fine with being on the two-on-one date. Because not only is it an, a very high likelihood that you're going to go home, Versus everybody else in the house that week. Um, it also just kind of signals that he doesn't really have a lot of confidence in you. Yeah. You mean, which you I mean, think um, Kendall could tell, you know, like she seemed rattled by it, not just because she was worried about going home, but I think because she got that. Whereas Crystal didn't really seem to, to see no, it that way. Crystal, Crystal just kept being like, oh, I'm confident he's picking me. And it's like, but. By picking you for this date, he's it's essentially saying, saying he's not, not going to be you. picking you. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Whatever. I think let's move along from yeah. that one. So then, um, on to our last one-on-one with Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yes. AKA who? Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I liked her, but I did not know who she was. She was one of those people who turned up and I was like, I literally had no idea you were on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it, she's been like we've seen a few little exchanges with the two of them that have seemed promising, but not really have like never led to a, a, a mu- like much of a payoff. Um, so, but they still, started like, out on a date going in some kind of like vintage car that broke down that he could not fix, <laughs> which was amazing. I loved it. I loved it That's a lot funny. because I was just thinking it's been a while since we've had something to th- you know shove down our throats that oh. He he's he's a car he's a race car driver you know I feel like that yeah, periodically they've had to like trot that out. It's also been a while since something just yeah. failed. <laughs> so then this happened and you know it came out and I was like oh here we go again and then when the car wouldn't work I was like yes this just got good you know it made me laugh yeah I was very um, happy. and then all of a sudden they're like going shopping and he gets her a fancy dress that she changes into and then they go to dinner and I mean that basically was a date which yeah. I mean is fun. But there wasn't a lot to it, um, aside from the conversation that we saw with them at dinner. Well, I think what I what I did think was interesting earlier on the date, like they're at this high fashion store and she starts saying she doesn't know fashion. Um, She has kind of like this, she has more personality to her in that exchange than I think we've seen. And she just kind of seemed relatable and just kind of a little bit goofy, like whatever. Um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I feel like we got a good picture of her on the state, which I can't say for somebody yeah. like Lauren or some of the other one-on-one dates. Like I, I felt like we got to know her. I mean, there was little things I wrote down. Like she says something, she basically, she says to him exactly. She says, dude, I really like you, which I thought was kind of telling like of her personality, yeah. you know, just, I wish things. we had seen more of her, 
up until this point for me to be a little more like attached to her. Cause I, yeah. I she seems like somebody that I could have gotten, you know, more attached to. Well, you'll have like, she's one who's interesting on Instagram. She's very good friends now with Kendall. And okay. Have, I can see that. I, they seem like they would get along. What, I don't know what, what, what is the lady version of a bromance? Like, <laughs> I don't a lady mance. I don't, old fashioned lady mance. Like they have some that they post where it looks a little, like I'm like, are you guys dating? A couple. They, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. How has that not happened? I don't know. Yeah. So, I, but they, so anyway, it's just, it was interesting to see her on this date because I know her more from seeing those photos, like outside of the show. Yeah. So anyway. That's that's my Jacqueline story. Um, yeah, but they end up at dinner and um, there's like this reference to making her Paris dream come true, which in the show made no sense to me. But in her, um, I don't know if it's on Instagram or Twitter, she posted somewhere saying that she really wanted to go and eat at this restaurant. I forget the movie. There was some movie that had a scene filmed there. And so they yeah. had the dinner there based on her really wanting to go to this specific That's place. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. Um, and then I noted um, that during the date, Ari was eating. And so I was worried that she was going home because he was eating. I think he just appreciates the food. And I support that because I hate food going to waste. I would rather them not go to dinner and just get drinks and not yeah. waste food. You well, know? And I, and now that it's happened and it's not led to something bad, I feel better about it. But I felt like after that happened with Lauren S, I was like, is this a thing? Like now that he's eating, is that bad? So now I'm like, okay, he just likes food. I I would have been very surprised if he sent her home. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have a good, they have have an interesting like vibe. We did learn that she's interested in pursuing her PhD. Did you know what in? I I didn't get that part. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I want to know. But it seemed to be a a point of discussion, like the fact that, you know, she did have all of this schooling to come and what that would mean. For, like, I mean, I don't know what kind of schooling it is, so I don't know what kind of flexibility there would be at the end of it of, you know, where she would go, what she would do. Well, I got you the know, feeling felt what, like that was kind of missing from the conversation. Yeah, but I got the feeling, I mean, there's just the overall process, right, of going to school. So if she if she starts it like she's committed to a location. So then that's like a, a yeah. factor in their relationship. And he kind of almost, I, I thought he felt like he seemed a little bit annoyed about it. Kind of like, I think oh. it makes him uncomfortable. Cause I think he sure. wants his, his life to be the only complicating factor, right? The fact that he's traveling around for all of these races yeah, and, and stuff. I was thinking about that and I was like, well, of all the people on here, he should understand because he's traveled a lot. But, you know, just because a guy expects women to put up with that doesn't mean he's yeah going to be on the other other side of that being supportive. Uh, so I don't really see it working out, although I like them together. Um, and then we get the gem of a conversation where he's like, you know, I was kind of pulling back from you because you just seem so intelligent and I'm intimidated by it. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> not this. It's and, like, and she even asked him, she was like, so you found it like a bad thing that I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, and think about it. I mean, so we have, we have her who's talking about wanting to do this PhD. We know that um, Tia already has her PhD. And then you have CN who went to Yale and is yeah. obviously very smart. He's not choosing the right people if this makes him really uncomfortable. And well, like, I mean, maybe, you know? and I will say people were going in pretty hard on him for that comment. And I didn't like it either. Yeah. But I appreciated, I guess, that he at least would acknowledge it. 
And the fact that he is still keeping them around, which maybe makes me think, even if it makes him a little uncomfortable, he's also interested um, by that. And maybe it's something a little different for him. And I I know I've said he seems kind of a little dumb. I don't think he's dumb, but I don't think he's intellectual. Like, there's a lot of different ways to be smart. I don't know. You know, obviously, he's not scholarly, as he told us he's busy working at the Pizza Hut. And he didn't. (laughs) I don't think he finished college, um, which is fine. That doesn't mean... You know, you can't be smart and successful without going to college. Right. But I think it it leaves me curious as to who he's going to pick in the end and what will win out in the end. Yeah, I think that's what I'm curious to see because, I mean, I do think he finds them intriguing, but my my wonder is, you know, at the end when he's trying to weigh all of them, like, will that win out? I don't don't think it will. Yeah. I feel like in the end that's going to feel like I feel like all of this obviously is uncomfortable, but I feel like in the end that'll be too uncomfortable for him and that won't feel right. Maybe. I don't know. But he does say to her, you know, that he can see himself falling for her and he's worried if, you know, after all of this that their lives just don't work together, which I think is a valid point. And I think... Yeah. I mean, I think some people can really make that work if if they're in a relationship with two people who both have to travel a lot. Sometimes that's good for people because it's like, well, I'm busy and you're busy. But then sometimes people really want, if they're busy, for somebody to always be there when they get back. I I mean, he's mentioned wanting to have a family. And I feel like the answer is, is that he wants someone who's going to be able to hang out at home and like. I also think he's very attached to Scottsdale and he did say that he was open to moving, but his whole family is there. And I just get the sense that he really wants to be able to just pop over to his family, which is fine. I know I'm not judging, but it does sound like from what he said, I think they do have pretty set routines as far as seeing each other very frequently. So I think I wish he would be a bit more honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. And just say, you know, this is, this is where I'm at and what I want. I mean, or that at least at know. least be honest that maybe he needs to be somewhere kind of in that area. Yeah. I think him saying he's open to moving isn't him being honest with himself. I don't think he's honest. Yeah. I think yeah. he hates the fact that he might have to shut out some of the women because of that. But I don't think Definitely. I don't think he's going to change his mind on it, even if he might want to say that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he basically says, you know, he gives her the rose Um you know, and, you know, just says that he wants to see where it goes, um, doesn't want to, you know, like to hold back. But, you know, he doesn't he wants her to know that he that she doesn't he doesn't see her intelligence as a hindrance. Just another obstacle for them to get through is the word. Like, well, an obstacle is kind of a hindrance. Uh, <laughs> not the not the most glowing of phrase that every lady wants to hear. But I mean, I got what he was saying that, yes, it might make it harder, but it's not a right. deal. Um so I guess we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be there at the end, but I liked her. I do like her. Um, and I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, then it was basically that date. Obviously, yeah. she got the rose. Uh, and then we moved on to, was there a cocktail party? So, if there was, it was very rushed. I I feel like the way they set it up, I think there must have been one, and they just didn't show it? I think so, because they didn't yeah. do that big dramatic, like, or he just has his yeah. mind made up and he knows what he wants. You know, they didn't yeah. do that whole spiel. So I think they probably had a very brief <laughs> one. And because everything was so rushed because they spent so much time on all these dates, they, they just didn't really it. show it. Yeah. Um, and then we get down to it and we lose two people. We lose Chelsea and we lose Jenna, which I was sad to see them go. 
I was especially sad. Chelsea. I had just gotten attached to Chelsea. I was I was sad because because Jenna's funny. Like I think she's crazy. Like in a she's good way. funny, and I feel like we never really got enough. Like we got little glimpses of it, and I kind of wanted to see more because I feel like she would have been very entertaining. Well. I reached out to her in hopes that we could interview her on the podcast. We'll see if that pans yeah. out because um, I I read tweets from others in the house that made comments because people were always saying, oh, my gosh, she's so wasted and whatever. And then <laughs> people from the house were saying she's stone sober. Like, she's not like drinking. She's just like this that. is just she's her being life, her. Baby. <laughs> so I really want to talk to her because I just feel like this is just – Maybe this is just her personality. I just I have a lot of she questions. She seems like one of those people who got closer with people in the house than she did with Ari. Yeah, I mean, and I think there's you know there's there's usually one person each season that's just kind of like the funny character of the house. I felt like she was supposed to be the dolphin of the season. Yeah, but we never really got much from her. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I feel like she just kind of added kind of a little halo to the experience, whereas um, Alexis was so in your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was I, very integral. So I felt like Jenna was just kind of, you get, you get a little flair or something like they would, you know, show the girls hanging out at the bowling date and she would be doing like twerking, getting her bowling ball out, you know, just like a little like <laughs> something, but it wasn't as front and center the way that it was with Alexis. So it was, it was a little more subtle, but it was still there. I was still sad to see her go. I, I wasn't I expecting... to see her go, but honestly, it was sadder to see Chelsea because I, I, I feel like we had gotten to know her in the last date and then all of a sudden she's gone. And that was another one where I'm like, well, he's keeping around somebody like Lauren, who I, I just get nothing from. Whereas we have Chelsea, who I feel like has been a little messy at times, but also likable at times, too. And well, we got to know more about her background. Yeah. And I don't know. There was more there. There was much more there, and and he seemed really interested in her. Like yeah. I, I felt like out of the people, it was that last were week, left, right? That they went on the date. Was that last? Yeah, yeah. I, and he gave her the rose. Yeah, and they seemed, I thought, really solid. And I thought, honestly, well, that I think we both put her that she, that she would be around towards the end. I had her. I'm try, I was trying to remember this. I, I had her top, my top four, top three. Well, my top three, where I think I had her top four. But then I was trying to remember who my third was, so I was getting confused. But I, I was, I, I was shocked when he said her yeah. name. I was like, because I kept looking at the roses that were left on the tray, and there were certain people that I was like, no, this person's a given. I thought Jenna was going to go home. I thought Jenna was going to go home. And I thought, I forget who else I thought. I wasn't I, sure actually. The last one was kind of a toss-up because they're, you know, the people that I originally thought would go home were on dates and they got roses. So. I thought he was going to send CN home. Not because I just I don't know. I feel like Yeah. I don't know. I just thought I just thought they had he was, some nice moments. Yeah. I mean I re and not because I, I I really like her, but no, I, I thought just, she's still there. But I felt like out of everybody left at that point, especially I was like, Well, there's no way he's sending Chelsea home. Well, I especially felt bad for her because I could tell she felt insecure being on that Moulin Rouge date. Yeah. Being like, oh, you know, like I'm older than a lot of these girls and I've had a baby and I have to get up there in this outfit and dance on the stage. And then yeah. he gives the girls to the youngest person there. I I got it. Yeah. You know, I not a fun time in Paris for Chelsea. Yeah. But, you know, I dodged a bullet girl. She got to go home to her baby. So hopefully better things will well, and- come up this for her. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to remember. We're still several weeks away from it, but um, 
or are we? Like hometowns. Hometowns are close. Not that, not that far. I mean, maybe well, we still have at least a few episodes, I think. Because, I mean, I mean, look at it this way. Like, at least if he was going, if he was going to ultimately send her home, it was sooner before she started trying to figure out what she does with her son for the, home, yeah. you know, and it becoming a whole like thing where to she do. was devoting a lot of mental energy to that. Like, better for I her to come it home. shocking i guess that it came right after that one-on-one yeah because if they there had been at least really another week in between i think maybe it wouldn't have surprised me as much but yeah and then he even said in the in the date with her last <laughs> week that the reason that he put off having a one-on-one with her was that he felt confident in their relationship and then so he says that and then he gives her a rose on that date seems like they have a good date and then next week he just dumps her and sends her home for I feel like he's saying that things that sound right at that point in time but then it doesn't necessarily like ring true you know he should have just i guess he didn't have a great reason to send her home because the date seemed to go well they seemed to to yeah. have a good connection so to send her home on it off Obviously, after she just told him a really difficult story, too, it would have made him look like a jerk. But sending him home this week didn't make it that much better to me. Yeah, no, definitely. It was, I don't know. I was disappointed. Yeah. And then we got kind of like a super cut trailer of next week and also coming up on the season. Right, which had a lot of information. And I tried to kind of not let it sink in because it had a lot of spoilers in it. Yeah. Like... Well, first of all, next week I we see that he gets the one on one um, with what's her name was with Lauren B again, right? Why? I don't understand. I'm like, why are they? Can we not do this two weeks in a row? (laughs) I'm a nice person, and I deserve better. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, come on. Well, Bean. And next week is like the marathon. The marathon begins because next week is when Bachelor Winter Games premieres. I better not be sick by then because I am just exhausted thinking about this. Like, I'm excited about it. I just want it to happen when the season is off. I want it to not coincide. Like, having it be up against itself. I have a life. Like, they're really (laughs) getting up in my business. It's so aggressive. Um, Yeah. Are the Olympics happening next week? Is that why this is happening? Yeah. I think this is ABC's attempt to come up with something that could – that could – sort of go up against the Olympics. But I mean, when you think about it, the Olympics programming is so extensive. I mean, it's obviously just those like, is this for two hours? I can't even remember, but, um, I don't really care if this is a companion to the Olympics. They should just wait and put it on after the season because the season will end and it will still be pretty cold outside. I know, but I don't know. But yeah, so that's all happening next week. It's going to be a very, very busy week. Um, yeah. Before we go beyond and talk about anything else, we have to do our spoiler-free final three for the week. So, oh, my God. I don't even know anymore. So I've, I've updated my thoughts. So obviously okay. because Chelsea not being in the running, and I forget if she was three or four before, but whatever. This week, new I'm week, pretty sure new we both had our top three. I think so. Um so my choice is still keeping Becca K in, uh, still keeping Tia in, and I'm adding the other Becca into the mix. I think I think you well, might Becca, keep her in. Becca M is the young one. Yeah, so I said Becca K was in before. So oh, um, you didn't have baby Becca in last time. I didn't time? have baby Becca, and I'm adding her. I in. have I, her. I, in. I think she's definitely is. going to hometowns. I think she may win. I 
I read something somewhere where they were like, there is no way he is not taking her in the fantasy suite. I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I so, know. That's how he rolls. I right? just know what's going to happen. I know she's at the very least in the top four. Yeah. I think she's. Is that, wait, is fantasy suites top three? It's yeah, hometown. Top three. Hometown's top four. Fantasy suite top three. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my vote is Becca and will be there. Um, and Tia. And for me, the third one's a toss up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know he's had kind of a connection with the other Becca, but I just don't remember her very well. Like she always kind of fades out of my mind the minute she's off the screen. Well, she, I feel like she's due a one-on-one because she hasn't had a, she she hasn't had a one-on-one one. with him since that first date. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, if I were her, I'd be pissed next so I mean, week. I, that- I might change my, my mind next week if he doesn't give her a one-on-one because... You know what? I'm just going to say Lauren B. <laughs> Ooh. She's going to pull it out and so, stick around and win the whole thing, and I'm just going to be so confused. So we can uh, we can segue this uh, uh, spoiler-free final three into somewhat of a Bachelor news update. So I was just going to say your comment on that made me think. I was listening to the um, Almost Famous podcast, and they were asking Ben... Uh, Higgins, how he feels about and vaccines are a conspiracy. Higgins, yeah, asking um, how he feels about the resurgence of the prominence of Lauren B, and he was like, basically, the, the there could be one worse scenario, but this is up there as like his worst nightmare that <laughs> all of a sudden Lauren B is what everybody's talking about, which makes everybody ask questions oh, about him. It was just funny, so because I kept, thinking, I mean, he's keeping his name out there with the podcast and all this stuff, so like it deal was, with it, Ben. It was just funny, though, because they were asking him, they're like, so, Ben, have you thought about the fact that she, that she looks kind of like Lauren B? And he was like, no, no, I totally have not thought about that. Thanks I for mean, bringing he really up. is out there, like, still pushing this whole Bachelor thing, because not only does he have the podcast, he turns up on other podcasts, like, he's really out there bacheloring it up. Well, and we're going to be seeing him for four episodes starting next week, because he's on Bachelor Winter Games, so. Well, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna hook up with Bibiana. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, whoever whoever hooks up with Bibiana, it can't it can't be him, because supposedly there's like friction between her and Ashley I, for some guy, is huh. all I've seen. So, and I know Ashley I thinks Ben is like her brother. So, yeah. So it's not Ben, but I'm I'm very. I'm I very don't want to see her it. cry for two weeks. I don't, I don't have either. it in me. I don't either. I'm like, there's. I feel only- exhausted just thinking about it. There's only four episodes. Can we focus on something besides her crying? We've seen a lot of that. It's not entertaining. No, it's not entertaining. It's not entertaining at all. Um, do we have any other Bachelor? I don't think so. I feel like that's been the big stuff. Oh, the only other thing I would note, and it hasn't really gotten too much confirmation on other other things, but um, there was the... Um, there was the post that Corinne put up on Instagram with her, and, her and, and Nick hanging out and Nick hanging out, which spurred yeah. a lot of conversation. And then some, well, of, he's dating January Jones, so it doesn't mean anything. But, and then some people were claiming that her publicist had not confirmed that they have, like actually have a relationship. He and January Jones. So, and it was, it was just interesting. I'm choosing to believe that it's true. Who's she? That Corinne. he's dating January Jones. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
It was it was interesting. No, whatever. One... Either way, I don't think he's dating Corinne. I don't think so either. But it was it was. Just I think funny. they probably have fun hanging out, and they're like, "Oh, let's troll people by posting a picture together." Pretty much, pretty much. and it, it worked because it popped yeah. up. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what?" And like with no context, I cannot believe that old Marble Mouse is getting like actual acting roles. I mean, I know it's in Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies and stuff, but like, who? Yeah, who's giving him roles? I. I really, I, I do want to watch the clip to see because I agree because uh-uh. anytime he's on screen, it's hard to understand him. It's like, it yeah. is, it's Marble Mouth, so. I mean, of all the bachelors to go on to try this acting thing, like, no. Yeah. Just no. So I'm, I'm but I, I, I want to see because it makes me wonder, like, has he worked with like a dialect coach or like something that's like <laughs> talked to, like talked with him about how he talks I wouldn't be surprised if he had to, <laughs> if it was like a requirement. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't compute. Um, yeah. That's, that's all I had from the good old bachelor news world. Basically it. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of it. Um, so we will be back next week. We will for talk hours of bachelor content for hours and hours and hours on end. Charge your phones guys. Yes. Everybody. Um, yeah, so I think our plan is we'll do a separate episode for The Bachelor, and then we're going to do, I think we mentioned this earlier for you guys, but we're going to do two episodes on Bachelor Winter Games. We're going to do episodes one and two in an episode, yes. episodes three and four in an episode, and you guys will just we'll get We'll probably like, try to keep it to the highlights, but... Yeah, or, but or the lowlights, you know, depending <laughs> the on highlights how things and low play lights, out. But we're getting rid of the midlights. We won't be covering the midlights. Midlights, no time. <laughs> but it did sound like... I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this all plays out. Um, you know, uh, the the contestants were saying basically that, you know, it did it did kind of change the dynamics a little bit. One to give them sort of this competitive like element to um, to being there, and then the fact that they basically weren't allowed to drink, which we already talked about a little bit. They weren't allowed. To I drink like it. I like that there's a competitive element. It brings back some of the stuff that I liked about Bachelor Pad. Yeah. Well, they were saying it gave them a little bit more like structure to their day and like purpose. Like yeah. on Bachelor in Paradise, they just wake up, they're drinking. There's there's really nothing for them to do except for hope that they're going to get one of these dates, right? I mean, I love Paradise and I'm sure next time it comes around, I'll be watching it again. Um, but it's gotten a little stale to me. So I'm glad that they're doing something different that's outside of the Bachelor formula, Definitely. but with the, with the Bachelor people. Definitely. And it seems like, I mean, the, the feedback and one of the articles that I shared uh, interviewing with Chris Harrison was that, you know, they really liked how it turned out and that this might be something that they do um, on a more regular basis. So I'm really curious to see what it looks like. And I know we were talking a little bit about the, um, you know, international contestants and the fact that we don't know who they are, but it'll be kind of fun to have some new faces. Um, I'm sure, you know, Dean will love staring at the new ladies so oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that's all coming back too uh, yeah so it'll be good it'll be good times looking forward to it we will talk to you guys all about it next week yes lots <laughs> of talking <laughs> see you then see you bye. then bye connect with us on twitter at accept this pod where we live tweet episodes and share updates on bachelor news also subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, stitcher soundcloud and on google play if you love us take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review nothing makes our day more we'll talk to you soon